Hello and welcome back. I am here with my wonderful friend Tracy. I am here with my absolutely delightful friend Amber. And we are The Road to Tarvalin, a Wheel of Time podcast, but today we're not going to be talking about Wheel of Time. We are going to be talking about episode five of House of the Dragon. And this has been a really fun series. Mm -hmm. I wasn't so sure at the beginning because I had had my hopes and dreams smashed by the last couple seasons of A Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. But I have to say I've been pretty impressed with this new endeavor by HBO. Agreed. And I'm ready to just jump into it. I feel like there's so much that happened Mm -hmm. this episode. And I guess it starts out in the veil. We have Lady Rhea Royce hunting alone. She seems like a badass. Yes. But okay, so in the in the um inside the episode, they were talking about, you know, that's how the episode starts and how perhaps Damon didn't like her just because she was a strong female who didn't like him, like and that's why he was always talking smack about her, but they were like how perfect to introduce her and then immediately kill her. And I was like, "Oh, that is very very Game of Thronesy. I like that a lot. Yeah, but if he doesn't like strong women, then why is he attracted to Rhaenyra? Questions. Different layers of strengths and vulnerabilities and desires, possibly. Like... Yeah, ages. Y- yeah, that's the other thing. is really young. She's a, lot, a little bit easier to manipulate in that manner. Mm-hmm. She's been in some ways groomed by her uncle Mm -hmm. and so she she has this opinion of him and in a lot of ways this desire for him what i really love about this introduction of the royce family house Mm -hmm. royce is they got the armor right so i believe they're from runestone and you can tell like on her armor it looks like it's leather the top piece is kind of like flat and then like the part below the collar area Uh you can see the runes carved into their armor and I really liked it I really liked it it was a big difference from bronze Jan Royce in a Game of Thrones like just a cool little switch but oh my gosh I'm I'm dying for all of the costumes this episode. Oh yes. my goodness. Oh Do you have a goodness. favorite? Yeah, uh, I think House Valerian at the wedding Ooh. banquet mm-hmm. when they walk in and they're all in black and gold and it's just really contrasting with Rhaenyra's pure white and gold. Mm-hmm. They just, the whole crew walked in there and it was just a feast for the eyes. I mean, the set itself was just so good. It was so good. You can tell the money there in the scene where it's just like, oh my gosh, think of all the hours and details that went into just creating this room. The way that the food was laid out, this big ornate, flowery, feathery thing hanging from the ceiling over Mm -hmm. their table. It was Mm -hmm. just... Ah, so cool. So delightful. I feel as though that is a set piece that that showed every bit of the budget that was spent into it, and it felt effective and right. They're announcing each each house as they walk in, Mm -hmm. and you get all the details from the clothing. Mm -hmm. I want to say as each family walks in, there's hidden details in the clothing that can show you who these people are Mm -hmm. and and their alliances did you catch that part where they were talking about lady allison's no queen allison's green dress yeah well let's let's go back to the beginning sure 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 so damon kills his lady wife by spooking her horse and bashing her head in with a rock right wow yeah cold cold and I don't I wish that I would have gotten to see how he spooked her horse because Mm -hmm. it cuts to her grabbing for a bow Mm -hmm. and then like the horse rears up so we don't see what Damon did maybe it's just him 
Maybe right. he's just a spooky presence, and the, the, the horse, horse is like, like ah! it's just your face. It's just your face. <laughs> Dude, you're smarmy. I see you from a mile away. Yeah, he's. that's what it is. At first, thought that his dragon was going to swoop overhead. Ooh. But this makes much more sense, because if there was Absolutely. a dragon flying over the veil, then someone would see it. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. And... The accusation against Damon would have stuck regardless. Like, it wouldn't matter right. what he did. They'd be like, oh, there was a dragon. That's kind of yeah. your thing. Right, man? And his dragon is so different looking than the rest. It would be mm-hmm. so easy to pinpoint on him. Yeah. Seraxes is cool. Exactly. You wouldn't confuse it for somebody else's dragon. No. You'd be like, oh, that's, we know. We know who that yeah. dragon belongs to. We saw to. the blood yeah. worm in the sky. It's over. Lock him up. <laughs> exactly. Then we cut to the Targaryen ship headed to Driftmark. And King Viserys is pretty much retching over the side. He's not doing too hot. This mm-hmm. is going to be a big theme of this entire episode. A lot of sickness. Sure yep for mm-hmm. poor king how do you mm-hmm. like him do you how would you how would you describe him do you think he's a good king a decent man mediocre at best that's how i this feel is about exactly, him. these are my thoughts exactly <laughs> one word description i wrote down westeros's okayest boss <laughs> He gets that award. <laughs> like, he gets a mug. Year. Yeah, there's a nobility mm-hmm. award show. Oh, poor Viserys. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that really struck me about his health decline throughout this episode was also just the really stark contrast to Princess Rhaenerys. So the king shows up. They're planning on like doing this marriage between their kids valeria and targaryen and blah 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 and he's all like hacking and just weak he's just weak and when princess nurse comes in she like busts open the doors and she's like blah 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 look at me i am radiant and strong and fully capable and should have been the queen like Oh, Rainies, Rainies. Rainies, did I say it wrong? Yes. That's you said who... Rhaenyra. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That makes an entirely different... It's these, the names, <laughs> man. These names. It's even going to get worse coming up next uh, episode. No! But yeah, I, I, I had to wonder, like, in that moment, this, this doubt around who should have been Monarch... Like, why are we fighting so hard to keep one over the other when we can clearly see that... Gender doesn't define whether you're going to be healthy, capable, whatever. And here you have this very stark contrast of what his heir can become if mm-hmm. he if she doesn't get like pulled down by people around her, which is another thing that I, I want to talk about too. Yeah, Rainey's is just one of those characters I've loved from the beginning. Right. I love that she is immediately walking out in pants. Right. She's not wearing a gown. Huh. But there's something that happens before that mm-hmm. when they actually, the carriage pulls up mm. and the new hand of the king, it's Lionel. The new hand of the king, Lionel, is like, hey, where's Corley's to greet us? Mm-hmm. Because. He's feeling pretty spurned because it's just the children of House Valerian <laughs> mm-hmm. to greet them. And Coralise is nowhere to be found. But I think this, too, speaks to King Viserys' cl- declining health mm-hmm. because he's just over it. He's like, I got to get in there and do the thing. Like, Let's time is of the with. essence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Otto and Alicent have a conversation where Otto is explaining that Viserys is going to die and war will erupt and mm-hmm. Alicent's children will be killed by Rhaenyra yep. and the realm's not going to accept her on the throne. Period. I think this is the turning point for her. I agree. He throws in that threat against her children. 
that's about all it takes for her to be like, you know what, if it's between Rhaenyra and my children, it's my children. And I mean, that's that's a decision any mother would make. I think there was a missed opportunity here. I mean, if this were to be written in a way where someone wanted a peaceful transition of power, I think the instructions could have been different. Like, why not instead of being like, she's going to kill your kids, say something like, if the two of you become allies and show the kingdom that you support each other and the decisions that you make, then there can be a peaceful transition of power without a lot of loss of life. But instead, he plants this like hardcore seed into her, like they will die. He has no doubt about it. And his way is the only way. And any kind of friendship that she could have had with Rhaenyra before is now gone. I feel as though there could have been, he's defying the king's wants. Instead of offering advice that goes along with what the king has declared, he's like, you, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Well, there's a reason that he's doing this. He wants his grandchild sitting on the throne. So I don't think that he would go about it any other way, you know? No, no. And that is another thing that, like, makes me upset about this is because he's just, he's just been using his daughter this entire time. He's the one putting everyone in danger. Everyone in danger, correct. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's a, there is a chance that this would happen even if he stepped back and, you know, didn't plant any seeds in Allison's head. But at the same time, like you said, there could have been a middle ground Mm -hmm. where things could have been a safer option. Mm -hmm. Like he has put his desire for power over his daughter's well-being every step along the way so far. And it's, it's disgusting, Sir Otto. You should be ashamed of yourself. He's very reminiscent of Tywin Lannister, but Mm. a different type of manipulation, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Mm -hmm. It's almost always like, I'm coming from a place of friendship or... I'm looking out for you. Right. He really plays that off well, and I think that's Viserys' weak spot, which last Mm -hmm. week... He finally had Rhaenyra bring it up, and he's like, "Okay, mm-hmm. well, I have to get rid of this guy." Mm-hmm. I mean, that was her—that was her wish to him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'll marry Lenor, but you got to get rid of this dude. And yeah, this had consequences, which we are seeing in this episode. Mm-hmm. So, if we move forward a little bit, we've got mm-hmm. Laris Strong and Alicent in the garden, and. And Laris informs Alicent that the Grand Maester delivered a tea to Rhaenyra. And it is now this, you know, light bulb moment where mm-hmm. Alicent knows that this was something to take care of an unwanted pregnancy. And I guess, like, this is her uh, evil queen origins moment. <laughs> I. I honestly, I struggle with her motivations. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe that she's just hmm, someone that's really concerned with almost morality. Mm. Like, Rhaenyra lied to her, and that's this big deal breaker for her. Yep. Which is understandable, but at the same time, under the circumstances of living in this era... Could Rhaenyra have done anything else? You know? I mean, she could have been honest with her, but at the same time... Well, that makes me wonder, because she does have that moment where she's talking with Sir Kristen, and, like, he's making his confession to her, and Alicent refers to Rhaenyra's lack of morality. Like, that's the thing that she's holding against her. So I have to, like, we haven't really seen her be attached to any kind of religion, but is there, like, is there the possibility of some sort of religious fervor that will come yes, about? Yes, absolutely, as... 100%. <laughs> okay, cool. Yes, awesome. That, I love that. that. Is, is that yeah. what you're thinking too? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah? Because cool. I feel as though we're going to get this heavy 
implied religiosity from <laughs> Queen Allison because, okay. it, you know, she, again, like she, I'm doing air quotations, she taught Rhaenyra to pray in one of those early episodes, yep. which mm-hmm. I think was a really kind of strange choice. Like, mm-hmm. everybody knows how to pray. Like, right. Mm-hmm. It's, but oh, it's okay. But okay, whatever. So yeah. we've had like, we've had like clues in there. Mm-hmm. So after this happens between Alicent and Laurie's, we move back to Driftmark Castle mm-hmm. and King Viserys proposes that uh, that Rhaenyra and Laenor should be wed and Princess Rhaenys greets Viserys and she's all cousin and she grabs his hand to shake it and notices that he's missing fingers in his gloved hand. The king is literally falling apart. He is. And he says that the halls of high tide impressed him. And yes, me too. That was an impressive castle. Love mm-hmm. the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corlys informs the king that Lady Rhea Royce has died in a hunting mishap. Mm-hmm. And the camera kind of lingers for a moment. Mm-hmm. And Lionel Strong, the new hand of the king, almost appears to understand the implications of this. I think Lionel Strong is probably the smartest person that's been introduced into the story. Mm -hmm. He seems to have the best advice Mm -hmm. so far Mm -hmm. going forward. I like him. I don't know what's up with Laris, his son. He's kind Mm -hmm. of an ass. I wrote down slimy. Yeah. like slimy new guy shows up. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the king reiterates that Rhaenyra is the true heir of the realm and Mm -hmm. the crown will go to her firstborn regardless of gender. Corlys wants the heir to have the name Valerian. Mm -hmm. Viserys wants them to have the name Targaryen and they strike up a compromise. The The children will have the Valerian name at birth, but when the firstborn ascends to the throne, they will take the name Targaryen. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I noticed in this section of the episode was how Rhaenyra is left out of the discussion between her father and Lord Corley. Rhaenys. Rhaenys, thank you. Uh, Between the three of, between them, among them, she never really gets to fully take her place as heir. She's always being shut out of conversations and it's because of her gender. If she would have been a male heir, these conversations would have been very different. And it's just that one more thing that's in her face all the time. You are a woman. You really don't belong in the place that your dad is telling you that you belong in. Mm-hmm. And he actually seems like he's, you know, he really wants this to happen. Like he really wants to keep his word to his daughter that she will be queen, that she will inherit the throne, that he will not replace her with his son no matter what comes. And I respect that choice. Not sure about what led to those decisions. Mm -hmm. I have a bit of a hard time with Rhaenyra because on one hand, I really like her and I really like the actress. Yeah. But on the other hand, I do sense... A little bit of hypocrisy from her because in mm. the very beginning she's like I would never want to you know have to do work I just want to ride on my dragon and eat cake mm-hmm. she's not for politicking or anything mm-hmm. but now that she's had a taste of the idea of her becoming queen mm-hmm. things have changed apparently mm-hmm. so maybe it's not hypocrisy you know people grow and things change mm-hmm. but at the same time she's not exactly acting in a way that would set her up to be the Mm. best she can in that position and some of that is due to her family not teaching her Mm -hmm. I mean she was a cupbearer for a while but everything she said and did kind of just got scoffed at yeah I'm like why are you laughing at her teach Mm -hmm. her you know Mm -hmm. why is that answer not correct why do we do this how should things be going? Yep. They're not really training her to be the queen that she could be. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, 
all the things set up for her all around her is almost just setting her up to fail no matter what. Her gender, the way that she's been brought up, the way that she's not being taught. And then, of course, her own choices. Yeah. So on one side, I'm really rooting for her. And on the other side, I'm like, girl... You need to get in counseling. Like, your family has major issues. This could be really beneficial for all of you. Let's get the whole Targaryen family in. This is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Well, and then throw Damon on top of it. For taste in men, I just... Yes! I I can't. Yes. I can't. I mean, Damon is awful. Mm -hmm. He is terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. Fun to watch, but a terrible definitely. person. I think she, uh, I think she definitely wants him. Does that seem like a safe thing to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, out of out of all of the men that she's encountered, you can see he's still the one who excites her the most. Yeah, and we see a lot of that later. Oh boy, can't wait to get there. <laughs> okay, so then we move to this beach location, and Lenore, Valerian, and. Re- and Rhaenyra are walking together and they strike this deal between the two of them that they will marry and have an heir and do their duty but they can both go on and keep a paramour of their choosing because Lenor prefers men and they both seem pretty damn skippy like very happy right? and this is I the perfect this outcome so well for done. both of them right yes yes perfect outcome but of course, in true HBO fashion, <laughs> all good things must come to an end. You know it's not safe for long. Right. We go back to the castle on Driftmark, and Corley's is gazing at that mask that the crab feeder guy was wearing, the one that Damon mm-hmm. killed. Mm-hmm. And Rainey says that Viserys went to bed while his ship was being readied. Mm-hmm. Another hint at him being unwell. Yep. There's a little bit more dialogue. And I believe Corley says, you know, perhaps I overextended myself and pushed him too close to the edge. And she says, my cousin chose to sail into this tempest. Mm-hmm. It's undignified of the king to drag himself here and beg for Lenore's hand. Mm. So I liked this kind of like, nod to a tempest because their house is on the coast and they're a seafaring seafaring yep house so i liked this kind of insert and dialogue Mm -hmm. of sailing into a tempest i thought it was nicely written Mm -hmm. they discuss lanor's true nature and corley's is like he'll outgrow it and rainy's i think knows better she's just kind of like okay but yeah but this succession is going to be challenged and mm-hmm. Corey's like yeah well we've got the majority of the dragons right now so i think half of the dragons yep. and the naval the naval fleet they have that he's like we've got this on lockdown it doesn't even matter like right they they pledge their Try allegiance it. yeah go for it like he feels he's like ready he's Right. He is down for this. It is what he wants to have happen. I I just wanted to comment on the conversation that Rhaenyra and Lenor, the conversation mm-hmm. that they have as they're discussing their preferences. Goose. Goose, <laughs> roast duck, anyone. I thought this was such a cool way of showing like the possibilities of having an open marriage in a way like Mm -hmm. they're basically saying you know what we have a duty to do and we'll do that and we'll still get to do the things that you know feed our appetites in a healthy way and instead of resenting each other instead of having to be secretive with each other they've bonded yeah they're allies to each other now they know each other's Mm -hmm. deepest secret and they're going to keep it safe so that they can like like they are making intelligent compromises around mm-hmm. emotional and sexual well-being and i think that that's really smart right insert insert applause here <laughs> absolutely yeah i thought that that was well done i felt that the moment that comes later between 
Lenor and his lover is very sweet as well and yeah. well filmed. There there have definitely been some moments in this episode where I'm like Claire it's Claire Klein, I'm pretty sure for the director. Claire Kleiner, yep. She -hmm. gets fucking two thumbs up from me. I am loving her direction in these episodes. Seriously. It's really never paid such close attention to like how an episode is looking at shows like this much more closely. And I'm just like Yeah. Well done. Well done. I hope she gets some sort of award. She gets a Road to Tarvalin award. (laughs) Accolades. Accolades. I do want to point out that something mm. that Coralie says when he's talking to Rainey's about Rhaenyra's claim to the throne being challenged. Mm-hmm. Coralie says not allowing like a queen to happen is a small-minded error. Mm. And at first I was like, yeah, you tell him, Coralie's. But at the same time, I also wonder if he was a woman, would he be so quick to brush this off? Like, he doesn't seem phased. Like, we have dragons, we have an army, what are they Mm going to do? It was almost like they wanted to show, like, this is the hyper-masculine way to be like, I'm above this, we are stronger, you know, strength. Yeah, and And violence. And violence, and Rainey's is like, no, like, you need to listen to me, you need to understand Mm-hmm. So I think they have a really interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. I like this couple. I really like this pairing. Same. And I really like their kids. Yeah, I agree. We can move to... Actually, I, I just wanted to touch on when Rainey says, to what end? When she was mm-hmm. responding to her husband. Like, this violent moment, we could take it forward. And she's like... Why? What? What's the purpose? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, call him out on that. Good for mm-hmm. you. She's telling Corley, she's like, I don't even know if we should do this. Our son becomes a target the minute he becomes betrothed to her, married to her, more so once they start having children. So she's aware of the fact that this is the danger zone, if you will. Yeah. And yeah. is not necessarily thrilled with the idea. Like she has reservations and with good good reason. She sees things and she's willing Absolutely. to speak up. She would have made an excellent queen. I love Eve best. I really liked her on Nurse Jackie. She's great. Love her. So we Nurse moved Jackie to is the... the show? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Nurse Jackie. Yeah. So Lenor and Joffrey Longmouth discuss their future together mm-hmm. and Renera's proposal is pretty much better than what either of them could have hoped for and yeah. they get a little rough and tumble in the <laughs> in, in the, the seagrass sea yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah along the dunes with the the sun yes. glinting off of them and it was so lovely yeah it was yeah. And then we move to the Targaryen ship, and oh god, I've oh, got man. I have feelings. So Kristen Cole kind of corners Rhaenyra, and I'm just shaking my head. He asks her to leave her position behind her and choose freedom with him, be nameless, and see the world together. And she walks away. What the fuck kind of offer is that? I can show you the world. Fuck that street rat. (laughs) Yeah. So she walks away and says she must follow through with her duty, and she informs him of her and Lenor's understanding, and he is very upset after this. He is not happy. He says he doesn't want to be her whore, Mm -hmm. and he says that he's broke his oath. And he says, I quote... I thought if we were married, I might be able to restore it. Talking about Mm -hmm. his honor. Mm -hmm. Boy, bye. This is the worst (laughs) thing you can say. I thought if we were married, I might be able to restore my honor. This is not how a proposal should go, my friend. Mm -mm. It's not, not, I love you. I want to take care of you. I want to be with you. It's... I'm doing this for myself. For I'm doing this to restore my honor. It's nothing yep. about you. And yeah. this makes him 100% despicable in my eyes. Hate. 
hate, yes. hate, hate. One hundred percent. I agree with you. My note was, Sir Kristen, you fool. Like, she's going to be the queen. She doesn't want to run right. off with you and be a peasant. She can be the queen. She's already a princess. Why would she mm-hmm. give that up for you? And I love that that's almost exactly what she says, too. She's like, trade yeah. all of this for, like, a bushel of oranges? Like, I just want right. us to be able to, like, hang out and be friends and have sex. Why aren't you okay with this? I'm okay with this. Like, it's a very different response than what you get with... She were a man and he were her paramour. It would have been different. I feel as though it's almost like we're supposed to be making these discussions around, like, Mm. male anger. And Mm -hmm. he feels like this is almost owed to him. Ooh, yeah. And it's really distasteful. I really, Mm. really hate Kristen Cole. He is just the worst. Mm -hmm. He's such a snake. Can't stand the man. Mm -mm. Can't. Was not expecting this from him. I really wasn't. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. Well, I knew it couldn't be good. Well, that's true. It's it's Game of Thrones. Yeah. Related. So he storms off, and then we move (laughs) to King's Landing. Alicent is watching from a window as King Viserys exits his carriage and then collapses. And then in the background, you can hear someone calling for the maesters. So the maesters are called in the background, and then you hear Kristen Cole being summoned by the queen. And then That's what we it move is. Yep. to Alicent's chambers and the crying mm-hmm. babies. Mm-hmm. So this is so funny. So I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why. But a running like set piece of the show has been sex tapestries of like people having an orgy. And this is the same, I think these are the same tapestries that Alicent was like, Damon, do you want to go see the tapestries? And everyone's like, uh-huh, no. <laughs> and now they're apparently in her quarters where she's holding her crying babies. And it's the like porn people tapestries. with like, yeah, there's people with like legs behind the head, like intertwined. I didn't even notice like, that. What is going on, Alicent? Like she's repressed. I mean, seriously, how can she not feel like so much of the weird sexual tension that flows around and like all of the interactions? Like, of course, she's going to notice that, feel it. She's a young woman, but she's completely denied any kind of outlet. Maybe maybe porn tapestries is the way to go. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's a healthy outlet, I guess. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. She's not if hurting I were anybody. Her, I would just be, I mean, I feel kind of bad saying this, but if I were her, I would just be waiting for Viserys to die. He's not right? lasting that much longer. Like, nope. she can get a new husband. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just why not? Whatever. Yeah. Girl, chill. Maybe, like, just. Maybe start slipping stuff in his tea. Is that the chill. wrong answer? Don't assassinate yeah, read the king. a book. Do some yoga. I don't know. Deep calming breaths. Meditate, man. I don't know. She's Instead, a... she's trying to pull the realm into chaos. Into civil war. Chaos. Chaos. I mean, seriously, that's where this is going. We have mm-hmm. this like meek young girl who's gonna go full on green queen. I'm eager to see what that something is. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Allison questions Sir Kristen Cole mm-hmm. and she now knows about Rhaenyra drinking this tea and she wonders if Kristen knows about her errors mm-hmm. and he's like yep well uh, I've committed sins at her at her instigation my oaths have been broken give me a quick death instead of torture and she's please like please don't geld me <laughs> Yeah, she's like, um, you're excused and thank you for your honesty. And like, Mm -hmm. that's it. So, like, it was more like a visit to the principal's office. It really was. Like, oh, well, thanks. Thanks for sharing. You know, go back and be nice to the other kids. But I mean, he's just, he has given her a gift. She can, she can take out Rhaenyra anytime she wants. Right. What a dummy. Dumb, dumb. 
Didn't even let her finish the sentence. What a dummy. Nope. Oh, nope. Kristen. Kristen Cole. I feel like that was my theme when, like, writing about him was like, God, man, you really, you really didn't think before you did that. You can't win, but you're not even trying. Like, could you yeah. try less? Just maybe, maybe he needed to make that confession and now new ally because he's definitely mm-hmm. not going to be, you know, Rhaenyra's confidant and lover the way that he had been and so he's like spurned and spiteful and angry he again he's trying to find a a way to negate the oaths and honor that he's lost Mm. and in this case it's like repentance so it's all about him really Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. He's so focused on himself, he yes. can't even let her, the queen finish her sentence without interrupting her. Which, again, interrupting the queen? Again, Kristen. Who what are kind of, you? What kind of rude asshole are you? Exactly. Who raised you? Were you born in a barn? <laughs> that was what I was going to say. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. We really don't know, like, all that much about his backstory. So perhaps, perhaps there was some... Barnyard shenanigans in his past, and we're just unaware of it. I love that So idea. we move to the king's quarters, and the maesters are like, bring in the leeches. And another maester has like, oh, hey, I've prepared this poultice. But then the grand maester is like, no, no, the, king, the king's uh, leeches work best. Yeah. Which, I, yeah. There's... There is something going on with the maesters here. There's really something. Because first off, the maester that brought Rhaenyra the tea, we -hmm. don't know who ordered it. Like, did the king order it? Mm Mm-hmm. Did someone else? I'm assuming. That was who I assumed did it, was the king. Kind of a dick move. You really fucked up. Let's make sure that nothing happens because of it. Right. But I also wasn't sure if it was a test where it would be like, if she drinks it, he knows she's lying. <gasps> and if she doesn't, if she doesn't. Then, then she's telling the truth. Oh, man, I didn't even think about that. But it's possible that it wasn't even sent by the king. It's possible mm-hmm. that it was sent by one of the maesters or it was sent by the old hand of the king as a test. That's what I was just Maybe wondering. Otto did it. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Who knows? Interesting. But anyways, the Grand Maester is, is refusing to use the poultice, which to yeah. me it's like, yeah, obviously the leeches aren't working, dude. Like, right. Try something for different. option number two. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. Viserys is necrotic from the hand to, it looked like, above the elbow. Yeah. Yeah. And then he drinks a sleeping potion and he asks Lionel do you think I will be remembered as a good king and Lionel's like you kept the realm strong it is not better to live in peace than to have songs sung after you're dead and the king's like well (laughs) I don't know and Lionel's just like those who are tested wish to have been spared And then probably my favorite line of this episode was Viserys saying, you're right. You're right as always. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Something about about Lionel just really interesting to me. The way that he's subtly kind of put in these episodes, he's always saying the right thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he's been the most genuine to the king so Mm -hmm. far. Mm-hmm. This could change. He could be trying to manipulate him in a way. I don't know, but who knows? As yeah, it stands right now, I like the guy. Mm-hmm. Same. So do I. Then we move to the open sea with the Valerian fleet, and I loved the scene so much. I loved yep. all of the ships on the water with the sigil kind of just flapping in the wind and mm-hmm. Rainey's riding her dragon Maylees and Lenor flying on sea smoke and the bows of the ship are just covered in gold and I'm like, yes, family. Power. I love yeah. these guys. <laughs> yes. They are and a very cool bunch. 
Right? Like, if they if really some if, if you want to assign one word to that group in my head, what comes to mind is like swagger. You know what I mean? Yes. Like yes. Oh, just power and well dressed, beautiful. Like that mm-hmm. combination of like darker skin with that white hair just gets mm-hmm. me. I fucking gold. love it. So much and gold. gold. Add all yes. the gold. We just can because you know why not? Yeah. Valerians. All the gold. Yeah. All the gold. I loved it. So oh and again, Rainey's dragon Maley's is the fastest known dragon at this time. And I, I like how that. on this little clip you can kind of see it like pull ahead. They're neck and neck, both the dragons, and Maylee's is like whoop, like peace out. Like, <laughs> just does like this little like wing flap and kind of just spits on out of there. It's really cute. But I just I was just appreciating the flight of the dragons as it was happening. I like yeah. it even more now. That's so fun. Yeah. I believe Rainey's dragon is called the Red Queen. Mm. Yeah. So as like we have this going on, you hear in the background a voice say, like announcing the start of the royal weddings. Mm -hmm. And then we move to this elaborate banquet room and I believe it's the Kingsguard, Sir Harold Westerling is announcing the houses as they enter the welcome feast. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, House Lannister. (laughs) House Lannister walks in. House Hightower, the voice of Old Town. You know, they walk in. Mm -hmm. And then smarmy Lord Jason Lannister walks up to the table and is like, oh, what a grand feast this is. I can't wait to see what's planned for the wedding. Yeah. Okay, this is totally breaking the third wall because me too, Jason. I really <laughs> want to see what happens, what's planned for the wedding. Uh. So the queen we hear is late, and then Jason says, this is why men wage war, because Ugh. women would never be ready for the battle in time. And is like, huge eye roll. Like, mm-hmm. oh, God. Thanks for being here. Go sit down. Goodbye. Right. Then... Gerald Royce approaches. Mm-mm-mm. So then, after Gerald Royce shows up, House Valerian enters and the costumes, and Lenore kisses Rhaenyra's hand, and everyone claps, and she's got rubies in her hair, mm-hmm. and they're so beautiful, and they look great. Mm-hmm. And this can't possibly end on a high note, Tracy, can it? Well, I mean, I, I just wrote down did you just know that shit was going to go wrong? Yeah. It can't last. It can't no, because, last. Because Damon walks in. Right. Of course. I think Alicent comes first. Damon enters and then Viserys starts making a speech. You're right. You're yes. right. I and you know, I just remembered that my my order was wrong because I was thinking like, oh, Damon gets like the special strut in entrance, interrupt everything, blah, 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 all eyes on him. And then like... Showed up by Alicent this time. Yeah, yeah. Alicent shows up and she's like, oh, you thought you were going to show everybody up? I'm interrupting everything right now. Decked in green, mm -hmm. looks like a queen. Yeah. And this is where the camera... Okay, so she's walking in. Mm Mm-hmm. And the camera cuts to Harwin Strong, who mm. is brothers to Lari Strong. And Harwin says, the king will not be happy right in the midst of his speech. And Larry says, the beacon of Hightower. Do you know what color it glows when Old Town calls its banners to war? <laughs> and Harwin says, green. So her walking in is like an active declaration of war, basically. It is. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Exactly. <laughs> I, I backed that up and watched it again. I was like, ooh, that's good. I like that. There was, yeah. in, the, in the inside the episode, they were like, we think it's pretty subtle. I was like, I don't know about that, guys. What? Mildly subtle? Maybe. I cannot watch behind the episode stuff because every time they say something, I'm just like, yeah, okay. I don't know. Okay. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and like Claire, Claire Kleiner was talking about how like the end of the episode is just kind of this result of what happens when parents try to tell their kids how 
to live their lives and massive resentments come apart because of it. Like, and I feel like that's a really good like angle to look at it from because they are all so young in this moment because you have Rhaenyra, Sarah Kristen, and Laenor's lover, Joffrey, right? Joffrey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he even approaches Sir Kristen, like he figures out that this is who Rhaenyra's got the thing for. Am I jumping too far ahead? I don't want to jump too far ahead. I'm sorry. There are some things, a few small things that happen right before that. Yeah, yeah, So as Viserys is interrupted from by Alicent's arrival Mm -hmm. he eventually finishes his speech so apparently there was supposed to be seven days of tournaments and feasting for this Mm -hmm. wedding yeah I will never I will never like get over not being able to see that but okay (laughs) um so (laughs) you wanted another tournament scene is that what you wanted yes (laughs) so the royal couple dances, and I as they're dancing, that. both of their paramours are watching, and eventually everyone joins them to dance. Alicent meets with her uncle, who tells her, Old Town stands with you. Mm-hmm. Isn't he wearing green? Like, I feel he as though be. he and he his be. wife are both wearing green when they approach her. If it's her. their house colors, that would make sense. Yeah, it would. But if we're like connecting in this green color, then to me it was like we are your allies. Like even down to the statement of the color we choose to wear tonight, you know? Like maybe yeah, she's somehow already been in contact with them and she's like, I really need you. I need you to be present. Or her father. Yeah. Or her father has stepped in. Because mm-hmm. isn't isn't he like I was worried about what would happen to you? was it like too much sun to thrive in king's landing or something like that and like he wanted to help her out so yeah maybe her dad was the one who stepped in and requested him to be there entirely possible entirely possible the the dance style that they do i think is so fun because it's so reminiscent of a minuet and it's that style of dancing where it's like very intricately patterned and you you dance around each other but you never really fully touch each other but there's mm-hmm. still like this intimacy and connection to it and i thought it was such a sweet moment even though you could see that they're like their lovers are jealous they're actually happy right. they're like we right. can make this work like Ugh. we totally thought this was going to be like i know right <laughs> And they're like, let's, let's dance. We're not great at it, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Everything's going to be fine. Moving forward. Nope. Things were not okay. Things were not okay. They so rarely so, are. Lord Gerald Royce walks up to the table and confronts Damon over Lady Rhea's death. <laughs> and he accuses Damon of killing her pretty much flat out. And Damon's like, oh, yeah, well... Um, since she is dead, I would like the inheritance to pass to me. So I'll be seeing ya. Yep, and I'll be flying in with my dragon. Yeah, God, he is just awful. Mm. So at this moment, Damon kind of makes eyes with Lady Lena Valerian, and they go to the dance floor together. Mm-hmm. Lenor is speaking to Joffrey Lawnmouth secretively. Mm-hmm. And Joffrey is like, I figured it out. Kristen mm-hmm. Cole, that's the one that she's having sex with. I know it. He's seeing Kristen like look on mm-hmm. at her dancing, and you can tell that he's upset. There's mm-hmm. something bothering him. So yeah. Joffrey's put it all together. Um, camera cuts to Viserys like struggling to cut his food, and he's just smashing it. Like, <laughs> It, it was so painful to watch. I'm he was so just glad you made that observation. This piece of meat. <laughs> brutalizing. I was like, it. oh my god, how much harder do you want it to hit home that Viserys is a fucking mess? Yeah, like I'm just sitting there watching him. Like, oh my god, you He's poor shredding. dude. Is it like, shrimp or crab or something? Is just like, like I maybe can't lobster. Tell at this point. Yeah, yeah, he's all, like, like mashy, mash, mash it. hands. It's so bad. It's ten- so bad. <laughs> Let's tenderize this lobster. 
<laughs> He's just making sure the seasonings get further into the meat yeah. before he enjoys yeah. it. That's what it See? is. That's what it is. He's a connoisseur, not clumsy. But I, <laughs> but I like how this is done because it really like amps up the tension mm-hmm. and the way that it's done with the music as well. Mm-hmm. So Joffrey is like, yeah, it's Kristen Cole. Cut to the series. Like, can't cut his food. Joffrey confronts Kristen Cole. And mm-hmm. then as that happens, Damon moves in on Rhaenyra. Then we cut back to Viserys smashing his food up again but like <laughs> looking up like looking onward like trying to mm-hmm. see what's going on in the crowd mm-hmm. and Damon and Rhaenyra have this whole conversation in High Valerian and she, he's basically saying like look Lainor is going to Lainor is going to bore you to death yes Damon's marriage is over so she says so take me and she's mm-hmm. flirting with him Girl, yeah, no shame. This man is awful. She, yeah, she's Terrible like, let's do the king's so guard. Take me to Dragonstone yeah. and make me your wife. Like she's baiting him. I was so expecting him to kind of take her up on that. Like I was like, just, just waiting for him to just swoop her up and for the two of them to disappear. That's what I was waiting for. So what I'm waiting for is. Damon to make her life miserable the yes. same way that he's done to everyone else that he's around because yeah. they won't they're not going to end up being able to be together like yep. this wedding's happening they're not mm-hmm. going to get married yep. so what is Damon going to do to pretty much like just terrorize her life mm-hmm. yeah and I feel like that's kind of like how she ended up with Kristen Cole in the first place like Damon, I think, was her first, I don't know, feeling of, like, being a woman, like, womanhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So it's yeah. almost like he's her first love. Yeah. And then Kristen Cole was, like... A rebound. He's a yes. rebound guy. Kristen Cole was the rebound. <laughs> he really didn't understand that. Don't ever, ever, ever make long-term commitments to your rebound guy. Just, this is a PSA I'm offering. PSA. <laughs> PSA by Tracy. It's for everyone. (laughs) So they're having this conversation. Viserys is like looking on wordly. And then now we have reached the climax of the episode. (sighs) This is just like a bomb went off. I I had to rewatch this a couple of times because I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. The way that it's cut, everything is so fast. My brain wasn't processing it. So. The crowd screams and starts shuffling. Nobody can really see what's happening. Lenor tackles Kristen, Kristen Cole mm-hmm. off of Joffrey. And Kristen then sucker punches Lenor. And then Kristen Cole bashes in Joffrey's skull. Lionel nods to his son. I loved this part. Okay, this was another one of these subtle Lionel strong moments. So... Camera cuts to Lionel Strong, and you see him nod yep. and make eye contact with his son, yep. Sir Harwin Breakbones. <laughs> and Harwin totally lives up to the name Heck and just yeah. bulldozes through the crowd. I have a new appreciate. I have a new character to appreciate. I have a new character to be like, oh yeah, it's kind of hot. <laughs> I mean, I was never on Team Kristen, so yeah, the way that. I mean, he throws her over his shoulder like a sack of potatoes. Just like, oops, sorry, princess. Like, yeah. we're out of here. She's like, no, and no, 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 no. And he's like, mm-mm. Right? We're going. We're going. Right? So as this happens, Viserys has a nosebleed. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, can this get, like, any more just wild? There's so much happening. <laughs> At least so, he didn't, like, nosebleed into his food. He'd worked so hard to, like, right? get <laughs> even worse oh, oh no. i just got my lobster cut up exactly the way poor, i like it and now there's snot blood on it poor viserys why didn't they bring him out a plate that they had like prepared <laughs> in the kitchens do you know what i'm saying and like How? spare him the embarrassment don't you think that would have been more embarrassing the king can't even cut up his own food so he's if brought a plate like a child if someone would have noticed, he would have been like, there's too much salt on this. Bring me one from the kitchen. Okay. Okay. You I could mean, do it how... to, like, save it, save face for him, for sure. 
that's how I would do it. Yeah. But anyways, at this point, Rhaenyra has been pulled out of harm's way and Lenor crawls to the side of his dead lover crying. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. I just, I feel for this young man so Absolutely. Much. Yeah, this was a moment where I just like sat with my heart like all like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. I mean, how unfair. How unfair. How often do you actually get to have a person like that in your life and then to be violently ripped away from you in a moment just after experiencing hope? Like, this is devastating. I would give this episode such a high rating depending Mm -hmm. on the repercussions of, like, one moment in this episode. Mm. Kristen Cole, like, sucker punches the future king... King consort consort. is what he would be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If nothing comes out of this, like, Mm -hmm. a king's guardman is just allowed to beat the snot out of the future king consort mm-hmm. like this better not be something that's like a dropped plot line because i feel like it's just too big mm-hmm. to let go mm-hmm. even though like at the end of this episode it looks as though i think it's pretty obvious that queen allison and Kristen cole will now have this relationship together mm-hmm. 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 yeah but the queen cannot just forgive this i don't think that that should be allowed like i agree for allison just to wave this away i feel like mm-hmm. that would be unrealistic i have a thought about how it might go though where she could defend what he had done spin and, it yeah yeah like especially if she's gonna go after this as a moral issue like perhaps her level of morality includes a strong distaste for same-sex relationships so homophobia yes yeah and then like says something about how sir Kristen cole is actually responsible for preserving the integrity of the upcoming union by eliminating this factor that would be part of their marriage and but he punched lanor in the face not like maybe he gets flogged Maybe maybe I we get a so. flogging scene for Sir Kristen. Maybe that's what happens. Because I agree with you. There should definitely be consequences for this action. And yeah. if Allison's just able to walk in and be like, you know what? Uh, it's okay. It just is. Because I'm yeah. the queen and I said so. And we've got dirt on a mutual enemy now, basically. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way they're going to see Rhaenyra as anything other than an enemy at this point. They've, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have burned that bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As this is happening and, you know, the chaos ends, we have this really slow rolling panning shot over mm-hmm. the banquet table of the mm-hmm. uneaten food and just the mm-hmm. mess that's left the on the mess. table. And the royal couple are wed alone with only their parents on looking. Yep. This was not the seven-day tournament and feast that I was hoping for. No. Never thought that I would feel the same way as this smarmy Lannister man, but here we are. <laughs> Kristen Cole walks to the godswood with a hel- his helmet in one hand mm-hmm. and his cloak in the other. Mm-hmm. So... He places his sword on the ground, pulls out a dagger. He's about to impale himself in the belly. And we hear Queen Alicent's voice saying, Sir Kristen. Yep. Then it cuts to the marriage. Basaris falls. And in the background, rats feast on the spilled blood in the hall. As every good wedding should wrap up. (laughs) Right. Right. I'm very curious to see where this goes from here. Have you noticed the rats in multiple episodes? Did you notice the rats last week? Yes. Yeah, what do you think that, like, indicates? 
Is the city dirty? Is there a plague coming? Plague would be fun. <laughs> Tell me, Amber, do you know? <laughs> this means something, and I don't exactly know what it means, but I know that there's there's some dots to make. That's exciting. Before we wrap this up, you got anything to say about this episode? I am enjoying this show. I'm happy to be enjoying this show because it very easily could have gone in a different direction and been like, oh, God, here we go, you know, and not been as mm -hmm. good as it's been. And so I think I think I'm just really curious to see what's going to happen in the upcoming episode because we're getting new actresses now, right, for Rhaenyra and Alicent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing what, like, mature Rhaenyra and mature Alicent are going to bring to the episodes from like the Ooh, early okay. episodes and like what they've learned and it also looks as though what's his face Viserys is sticking around but as like a mega super duper invalid king and mm -hmm. I mean historically speaking that rarely goes well so I don't know how they explain how they can explain like he's this sick how does he last another five six years yeah i mean yeah. wow unless this new maester comes in and was actually like using the poultice yes yes or creating like a weird uh westerosian oxygen tank because <laughs> yeah, right? i yes. mean seriously like that's what i kind of expect him to have at this point is to just be like rolled <laughs> around in a chair with an oxygen tank he's, he's in a gold hyperbaric chamber <laughs> <laughs> no one can smoke when they're around it's right. really hard for lighting to happen there that would do be funny. you have a favorite portrayal like a favorite actor mm. character this episode is there someone that caught your eye Smarmy dude caught my eye. Laris. Yeah, he was the one that, like, really... I was like, oh, surprise. Surprise new smarmy person. Cool. Like, I'm kind of interested to see where this guy goes. It was a, it was a fun surprise. I want to know what's up with how strong. Yeah. There's something going on, because we have Lionel who's like seemingly doing a really good job at being hand of the king like, and then his yeah. one son is causing trouble right and then his other son is like straight up brawler <laughs> yeah yeah he's just like I'm the court brawler <laughs> rushing through ah blue 42 that was so much fun i think that was my favorite I guess, yeah, I think all of how strong this episode is like the... I think they're the subtle piece of the story right now. Yeah, me like, too. I don't too. necessarily feel as though Alicent deciding she's going to declare war on behalf of herself and her heirs. Girl, like, just get I don't... laid. She just... This is... With her with her all tapestries. Of... I was just going to say, she has all the instruction she needs right there right? in her room. Sir Kristen mm. already feels... I mean, she can manipulate that guy, and I'm a little worried about what that will potentially look oh like. Oh, my goodness. But I am also 100% down for it because I love seeing women. And Game of Thrones pulls together some really awful women. Yeah, I almost wonder if their relationship is going to take on, like, an almost... Like, there's going to be sexual tension yes. between the two. Yes. That's what I think. Yeah, I was like, is a sexual exploration was the word that, like, kind of came Ugh. to mind gross Ugh. i know i know i'm sorry no 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 like it's nothing you said i'm just picturing them no, no, no. together and yeah like, <laughs> girl, my mental image than that maybe she doesn't feel like she can like how does she know what she should expect at this point she's only ever been like laid by an old ailing man i feel bad for so her, unfair feel that bad you know like no i don't she burned a lot of bridges I just it's here's the thing with these the series mm -hmm. it's like it's so hard to find people you actually feel sorry for because at every moment moment they're gonna knife someone in the back so it's like this show it's almost not even like there are gray characters it's mm -hmm. almost just like everyone is everyone awful. Ooh, that's a good point too 
I mean, I and that's the thing. Like, I don't think they're bad actors Mm-mm. or bad writing. Like, no. I just think that all of the characters are like super duper out for themselves, and there's going to be so much backstabbing and infighting that I don't know if I'm going to be able to pick a favorite. Is there anyone who's actually going to be like pure? Yeah. In this show, like, is there going to be one person who isn't just out for themselves, struggling, yeah, not I'm, a good person? I'm kind of wondering if that's actually. Oh God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. This is so terrible. Is this a more accurate representation of the way humanity faces moments like this, where it it does come down to aggressive protection of resources and status and making sure that somebody doesn't get the drop on you. In a world like that, their reactions feel more human and not necessarily filled with humanity. I hope this does this is not a dig, but it almost reminds me of like a telenovela where it's like okay. backstabbing yeah. and infighting uh-huh. and swapping partners mm-hmm. and deaths and remarriages and spurned lovers like yeah it's really like a drama a little sprinkle of incest every once in a while but with incest and like you know like these quasi medieval (laughs) backdrops and dragons like it's like fantasy telenovela oh my gosh yes i love it like oh me too i can't i can't not watch this and that's that's the thing that like I kind of am, am getting at is I think they have done a good job of making the show feel like you can connect to it. Like I mm-hmm. I feel I feel drawn to several of the characters. I've struggled with other shows to feel connected to characters and whatnot. And like really, I think it was once we got to like episode three for this show. I was like, yes, yes, yep, mm-hmm. fully in absolutely loving this and then i went back and started watching it again and i was like oh yeah yeah yeah, this is actually good this is actually good i'm surprisingly super happy with how this show looks how it feels i don't feel like they've they were like we have a huge budget and we have to do all of these crazy things with it i think they were like this is our story how can we use our budget to make our story feel authentic and connect mm-hmm. with a Game of yeah. Thrones audience. And I think they've just done a really good job with that. I think they're headed in a very successful direction. Agreed. I don't know what the next, you know, new thing is going to be from this world. I would love to get the Hedge Knight some Dunkin' Egg. I don't know why. That's just <laughs> so heartwarming. It's such a different story than the Westerosi plotting and manipulation and backstabbing. It's a yeah. little bit more wholesome maybe Mm. it's nice to have that balance yeah i mean it's just it's just different and i don't know the sir duncan the tall i just have such a soft spot in my heart for this character because he is like good you know like he's the one where it's like he's a good man and i think that's just what i'm missing from this yeah season so far this yeah this show maybe if there's you know like a Someone from a different class, maybe someone who's poor and not part of a royal house or something mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. Maybe we'll get someone introduced later that wins everyone's hearts. But for now, I'm just like, I've got whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Everyone is awful. <laughs> you can't trust anyone. 